Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Forces are indeed flooding the tunnels. That is the reporting as of now. These are the Hamas tunnels. I, I calling it was it calling it Poseidon or some other name for the the operation. These names they come, they go, they change, they morph. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. There's been warnings from the United States that hostages could be in the tunnels. This system that Hamas has, Hamas being a terrorist organization funded by Iran that murdered over 1,200 Israelis and set women and children on fire, raped women, and then took women, children, and the elderly hostage. Yeah, these are the kinds of people uh, that Congressman Andre Carson and groups on the circle don't seem to be willing to excoriate, and one wonders whether or not they support. Um, Their tunnel system throughout uh, Gaza is far more extensive than the Israelis ever realized. And there are going to be, uh, post the elimination of, of Hamas, of this terrorist organization, which should happen speedily and in my lifetime, there's going to have to be some serious after-action work on what Mossad and Shin Bet, the intelligence agencies of Israel, knew and didn't know and claim that they knew and asking themselves, was this purposefully to put out misinformation, which is possible? I mean, we, we would all admit that, that warfare is deception. Or are they re- were they really and truly in the dark, not only about the attack on October 7th, but of the, the, to the extent which Hamas has been able to operate and engage right under Israel's nose and with, without any fear? And what does this say about the intelligence operation they have, and how do they make it better? As for um, filling the tunnels with seawater, absolutely, it could harm the hostages. Absolutely. I'm not saying no. But I would make the assumption that the Israeli military takes a look at what are the benefits, what are the issues, How does one bring this to an end? What is the best way to end and finish Hamas and finish this section of the attack? Which could then get you on to an actual level of peace. Remember, all you Hamas supporters at IU Indy and and, and college campuses and, of course, on the uh, Indianapolis City County Council, etc. This all ends if Hamas would just stop. It would be great to hear one of you say Hamas should stop. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 
sham impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas is a baseless political stunt by extreme mega Republicans. Chairman Green, Representative Margaret Taylor Green, and others have pushed for and even fundraised based on this pre-planned, predetermined scapegoating of the secretary. If there's anybody who understands scams, shams, and uh, predetermined outcomes, it's the guy who headed up the January 6th committee. If there's anybody, it's Benny Thompson right there in Mississippi. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. It was a riot, people. I'm talking about the January 6th committee being a complete and total scam. No rebuttals, no other witnesses, no questions asked that weren't predetermined by a showrunner. Can we stop? Just stop. But the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas moves apace. The House Committee, this is the House Homeland Security Committee, giving approval to articles of impeachment on Secretary Mayorkas, the mismanagement of the border. This would make him the first sitting cabinet member ever to be impeached. It was party line 18 to 15, just after 1 a.m. And, of course, the political left, having wanting nothing to do with this, and you on the political right, it's a sham, it's a scam, it's, 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 it's a flim-flam. I don't, I don't know how else uh, to, to say it, right? Um, how, how would you say it, John Candy? The cat's stealing you. The officer's shucking you, I told him. You got the right ta-ta, but the wrong ho-ho. Quite possibly the best acting performance and the best line in the movie JFK by Oliver Stone. That. From the moment I saw that, that has been in my head all these years. I'm surprised it took me this long. To, I've used it before, but to pull it out and, and put it as part of the, the sound we use here. Oh, oh I could have I watched John Candy all day in that movie. Good Lord. Meanwhile, uh, Representative Dan Goldman, he's tough and angry and... Uh, ho, ho. But you do not have a right to demean this institution, to bastardize the impeachment clause of the Constitution, to belittle the standard of constitutional impeachment to such a degree that you can't even produce a legal memo in support of your articles of impeachment that do not exist in history and do not exist in the law. And if, in fact, as you allege here, there were false statements made to Congress or obstruction of Congress, Those are crimes. You could have charged him with those, but you didn't want to because you knew you couldn't actually prove them. You just want to make the allegations and concoct some crazy breach of public trust, which does not exist. To hear Dan Goldman give the arguments that the political right gave regarding January 6th, you could have charged him with, with, uh, you know, insurrection. You could have you could have said this this and this. You could have produced My gosh. This is this is special. I I would make the argument only that the idea that a legal document has to be produced is not anywhere uh within the constitution. And I would argue that impeachment is a political move, not a legal one. So Dan Goldman's argument is not profound here.
the Democrat from New York. It is ideological. Now, you can say you're never you, you you're not going to get this through a, 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 a Senate hearing because you have nothing to back this up. Well, that's fine to say, but that is not uh, a a rationale for bringing uh, articles of impeachment and voting on it. The cabinet uh, member, uh, Mayorkas, will be impeached. I think that I think that is going to happen. I haven't heard where there are Republicans opposed to this concept. But the idea that they're now going to claim that everything at the border has been running smoothly and or they've been doing the best they can, it's Republican intransigence. This is the argument they want to make. It's a hard one to make to Americans after three years of doing nothing. And remember, we, we don't want to hear about your political fighting. We don't really care. Dan Goldman's not a good guy. That's obvious and clear. Doesn't matter. All we want are policies that make our kids safe, make us safe, allow us to conduct business, keep the country thriving. That's what we want. We The only thing we can pass is this so-called bipartisan piece of legislation that gives Joe Biden the power to do something about the border. Do you know how weird it is to think that there's a guy who's president of the United States who doesn't understand that the border is her, is his purview? With executive authority, is there more you can do? Absolutely. That's all I can do. Give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got in office. Give me the border control. Give me the people. Give me the people to judge. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work right. If you don't think you're the guy based on, I don't know, having the title and the office and that cool plane, well, then you can't be president. Of course you already have the authority. This has been well documented. This is not debate. Of course you have the authority. He doesn't think he has it. He needs this piece of legislation. Well, if Congress had the authority, why isn't Congress acting on it? Congress can engage legislation for for funding, for uh, uh, the technology needs that are necessary, because you don't need a wall everywhere. You do need the sensors and some other drone technology in places to be able to see who's crossing in certain spots. By the way, we're hearing about a lot more crossings now in the San Diego sector, which is odd, right? That would that would mean that there's a concerted effort to try and, and spread things out if they feel the heat is too great in some places. But that also means that people are taking a tremendous trek if they're coming up from South and Central America. You got to remember the country, uh, Mexico is, is is long in that place. You're covering a lot more mileage to get to the border as opposed to getting to uh, McAllen in Texas. Take a look at a map; you'll be like, "Oh, that ain't easy." So one can wonder whether these are people making the trek or whether these people are coming from other nations and then landing in Mexico and then just heading north. The president has the authority. You're talking about Congress engaging legislation for how we handle immigration, how we handle the labor issue, how we handle humanitarian issue. Yes, I agree. For uh, getting the funding to actually build the fence or wall, whatever you want to call it, which is necessary and valuable, and everybody who was opposed to it was, of course, wrong. These things are different than being able to go about utilizing what's already on the books to make the border a safer, stronger place. What this administration is not willing to do, has not done, and that would explain the impeachment of Mayorkas. 
And for the people claiming it's a political stunt, okay, it's a political stunt. Now what? What does that matter? Why is that an argument? Now, I'm not saying I agree with the argument. I'm saying it's nonsense. But call it a political stunt. The border's still not safe. Why is it that it's a stunt to hold people accountable for their lack of fulfilling their job? When did that become such an issue? And is is the answer a partisanship or is the answer the country? Because I think the answer should be the country. And this legislation that they put forward in the Senate, I haven't read it yet. So I don't know how good or bad it is. Can't wait to give it a read. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. There's a two uh, stories at... WIBC.com, Kurt Darling reporting on both about moves from the General Assembly. One that I I have no issue with, I just have a question about. Having no um, detailed history or understanding of of child care needs and and necessities. Um, So I want to get into that. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. And then one about age verification for porn sites which I have numerous questions about where exactly the General Assembly believes they have the authority to ask an adult to provide anything when engaging in a legal service. Now, you say to me you have to produce an ID to, to, buy, to buy alcohol. Okay, this is the argument we're going uh, to to make, that... When I walk into a store that serves alcohol in the public, I have to provide identification to prove I'm 21. This is in my home. I have questions. I'll I'll get to it in a little bit. But there's, of course, the the story going around, and and to the extent that we could call it a a, a rumor, I believe we could call it. A rumor. And the rumor is, is that Senator John Fetterman's wife, Giselle Fetterman, has left him. She's deleted all her social media accounts. Uh, she's now calling herself single. And the rumor is, is that he has been so pro-Israel that um, people are coming at her and she doesn't want any part of it and she's gone. A couple things, if, if, if I may. First, I have zero commentary to their marriage. I have never had a commentary to their marriage except to say I found it disgusting that nobody took care of this man when he was having a stroke. Push him out on the campaign trail? Get him elected at all costs? I'm sorry, it was just, that that was ugly to watch. I apologize for nothing I said about it. 
I stated clearly, I don't think anybody actually cares about the man. I don't know, maybe I was right. Again, I have no commentary to their marriage. I think that there are a lot of people who are saying, wait a second. Fetterman has declared that there's an issue with the border. Fetterman has been remarkably pro-Israel and completely unafraid. Fetterman on Zinn, you know those tobacco pouches? is like, what are we doing here? I'm going to err on the side of freedom. It's a legal product. Leave people alone. And some people joked, you know, the stroke fixed him. But now people are saying, well, he's been separated from his wife and maybe maybe that's what fixed him. I don't know. I think it's 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 certainly, you know, people are going to hit that joke and then move on. It's a guy's life here and and certainly wish wish him all the best. But while I don't think I should get involved in someone's personal life, there's a story here, right? Like you'd want to hear from Fetterman how this how this timeline went and if his his possibly ex-wife was getting threats because of his support for Israel you don't want that but you also want to know what was being threatened uh, because it would go a great long way to explaining how rabid these pro Hamas forces are weird story we will let that progress as it does. If there's news, we'll share it and we'll we'll leave it to them. I don't think I agree with Fetterman on a whole bunch of things, but I agree with him about Israel. I agree with him about the border. I agree with him about Zinn pouches. I didn't know that would happen. I wonder what's going to happen next. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Taylor Swift are out of their head. And if the political right wants to lose an election because they don't understand culture, okay, I'll watch that burn. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Calm down. She's not a freaking psyop. You all sound crazy, and you need to be told you sound crazy because you sound crazy. And I will share with you a, a, a piece from One America News. I did this yesterday on Tony Katz today. Holy cow. This, she got a show? Someone pays her for that. I'm not sure who's watching One American News. I don't know how popular that, that group really is. They never really took off the way they should have. But this is the kind of content... The problem is we put kids in sports too early and it turns them into fools when they should just really be praising Jesus. Now, those things are not mutually exclusive. You can play football and still go to church and still love the Lord. You can do both things at the same time. But leave it to the political right. Leave it to to so-called conservatives to say, hey, Everything is totally bad. You shouldn't watch a movie. You shouldn't watch TV. You shouldn't enjoy music. You shouldn't enjoy art. Lord forbid you should play football. I talk about the left and the war on fun and how they're puritanical. (laughs) Taylor Swift is a psyop. It's all just about getting Joe Biden elected. Celebrities like lefties film at 11. This isn't news, people. 
That's like saying Tony Katz is hot. What? Who knew that? Everybody knew that. Have you seen me? God, I'm a piece. Holy damn. I walk into the building at 40 Monument Circle. Rob Kendall passes out. That's how good I look. I have no idea if that's true. No, not about the passing out. I totally look good. That's not the point. Let me take you to New York. Where the story goes that a police officer was attacked. But the police officer was attacked by a mob of illegal immigrants. Punched, kicked, surrounded, overwhelmed. And the suspect has been freed without bail. This is New York. Best of luck surviving this city. This is on top of a move made by the New York City Council. And I bring this up because get ready, Indianapolis. If you don't think something like this will come to Indianapolis, you are willful in your not paying attention. The city council pushed a piece of legislation called How Many Stops. It's called the How Many Stops Act. And what it would do is it would require police to submit a record of virtually all public interactions. So um, somebody asks a cop for directions, you got to fill out a report. You ask somebody how they're doing, you got to fill out a report. Every single action and interaction fully documented. The mayor, Eric Adams, vetoed it, said, are you insane? How is a cop going to do their job on any level if all they're doing is filling out paperwork? New Yorkers begged and pleaded for the council not to override the veto. Just leave it be. This was a bad idea. This is going to damage cops. It's going to make policing impossible. The council overrode the veto. And now, this is the way it is in New York. You are now going to see no policing happening in New York City. The vote was 42 to 9. So, best of luck. Also, uh, we should start um, now with a, with a tally, maybe a counter. How many cops are going to retire starting today? Now, maybe that's good news for Indianapolis because we can hire them out. We, we, we could use them. As a matter of fact, why not some incentive? Hey, New York police officers. We have got great jobs in Indiana, and for now, we still are actually supportive of police doing their job, and doing their job not only effectively, but properly. See, we actually believe in both things here. And I say that because, well, the moment's going to come. 
The moment's going to come where Indianapolis looks at New York and says, hmm, they got themselves a good idea there. Let's give that a go. Of course that's going to happen. Of course it is. These people claim that they want safe cities. But they engage in the onerous to make the job impossible. But people who have been doing paperwork uh, and, and for, for large companies and, and providing all the documentation that the government needs, they know what it is to just create paperwork as opposed to having people do the job. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The bill that would do away with the property tax on the Miles Square has passed the House. 64 to 29. Goes now to the Senate. This, of course, was the city of Indianapolis saying, hey, you live in the downtown area. You're a business owner. You're you're, you're a landowner. You should pay extra. Well, what do I get? Oh, the same things we promised you that you would get. But now you'll also not get them, but we get more of your money. I mean, that's that's it. The, the somehow guarantee that the streets would be cleaner or safer. Where, where is the proof of, of this? And I think that uh, it was certainly rather abusive to the people in the Mile Square. The state, which decides these things, whether you like it or not, you can go about trying to change that if you choose. Uh, they said, ah, nah. Now, we're not going to be having this. And that's where this legislation comes from. So it has passed the House. It will move its way uh, to the Senate. Also in the General Assembly, House Bill 1183. This um, put forth uh, by Representative uh, Culp. This would prohibit purchasers from adversarial countries from owning or leasing Hoosier farmland. Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, Cuba, and Venezuela. Okay, good. It's about time. But now we need to go a step further. Any land owned by China can't be owned by China. Chinese nationals, people associated with the Communist Chinese Party, cannot own land or businesses in the state of Indiana. They shouldn't be able to do it in the United States. This is a national security issue. And very often, you'll actually see people on on the social medias because it's. I understand it's not real life, but it's still somewhat amazing defending china it's just a weird thing to do to think that you're so reflexive in 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 your in your responsive like you whatever this person says oh there you've decided they're evil you don't take them at their merits and and you're like oh they have to be wrong so now you side with the communist chinese i mean that's just super duper weird i'll give you an, an example uh, this was me on, on the socials uh, yesterday. Um, the Indiana Democratic Party can't figure out how to stay focused. They they put out a, a, a tweet 
that that states Indiana has a tragic education gap and some of the worst health outcomes in the nation. Yet Republicans are spending their time allowing for more guns at the state house. Uh, some legislation that would allow state officials to carry a firearm. I responded by saying, even when you have an argument that people want to hear, you ruin it with your insanity. Who cares about state officials carrying a, a, a firearm? Make your case on education. Make your case on health care. I can't figure out why I have to teach the Democrats in Indiana how to focus. Why do I have to teach you how to focus? Why aren't you better at this? No one cares if a state official can carry a firearm. The Second Amendment, the Indiana State Constitution, of course you should carry a firearm. What the hell is wrong with you, you freak, that you're afraid of firearms? Well, look at all the shootings that go on. Let us discuss the underpinnings of that. But thinking that somehow Hoosiers shouldn't be able to protect and defend themselves is so crazy as to be believed. And it's a great example of the reflexiveness. You've never even asked yourself what it is your policies actually mean. You're so busy with the hate, you have no time to think. Get your head out of wherever it is and focus on your subjects. But when it comes to the General Assembly... A nearly unanimous vote in the state Senate to pass a bill that would require Hoosiers to verify their age in order to access porn websites in Indiana. This um, at WIBC.com, Kurt Darling reporting. Websites must use a, quote, reasonable age verification method. So they can't just ask your age? What do they have to do? I'm, I'm asking. What do they have to do? How do you put in this information? And and where does that information go? I'm somebody who's argued that when you tell a, a clerk at a, at a convenience store, they have to check for IDs in order to sell somebody a, a, a beer. Why is that onus on the, on the clerk? The state wants things checked. Why doesn't the state put somebody there? Why is the onus on the clerk? Why is the onus on the on the business? Is it, it, You've decided their age verification isn't enough. You go put somebody in to do the thing. So how does this work? What cost are we putting upon the business itself? I have questions. And really, it's a question about exactly how invasive do we think the state should get. Well, we check for alcohol, we check for cigarettes, we should check for this. In the alcohol and the cigarettes, somebody looks at an ID and then forgets. In this, somebody has to, would somebody have to enter something and then where does that go? A photo of my ID? No right to privacy, huh? A lot of questions. Would love to get some answers. So if you've got them, General Assembly, let us chat. Oh, and I dare anybody to say that I'm defending porn because you're not going to enjoy the answer at all or in any way. Tony Katz, you know what? Someone's going to do it. It's going to get fun. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
Ilhan Omar should be expelled from Congress. That was not just me. That was Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. I will say for the record, we could have had Ron DeSantis. I think you're going to hear that a lot over the next months. Tony Katz, 93 WIPC. Good morning. Good to be with you. By the way, the, the South Carolina polling data from 538 blog does not look good for Nikki Haley at all. And I don't understand where the donors are with her and, and sticking around, except to say possibly there's just a desire to make a statement. And then hope on hope. We'll, we'll get to that in, in, the, in the days ahead. Ilhan Omar, in a speech... that was uh, delivered about Somalia to Somalis. And you'll forgive me, I didn't know the language she was using. So I'm not an expert on the languages out of Somalia, where she's from. So I don't know if it's a specific dialect or what have you. So uh, some people are referring to it as a Somali language speech. I don't think they're trying to be rude. It's just a, all right, there are some things you don't have an expertise on, and I don't claim to have one there. But in this speech, she was stating that she is for Somalia first, she's Somali first and Muslim second. You're an American citizen and a member of Congress in the United States, Somalia first? It stated that, quote, she stated, I should say, that, and I'm quoting, the U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. They must do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard the interest of Somalia. The U.S. is a country where one of your daughters is in Congress to represent your interest. For as long as I am in the U.S. Congress, Somalia will never be in danger. Its waters will not be stolen by Ethiopia or others. Sleep in comfort, knowing I am here to protect the interests of Somalia from inside the U.S. system. Going after Ethiopia, going after Kenya, saying they stole this, they stole that. Quote, we will liberate the occupied territories. Oh, good Lord. Good Lord. It's clear that she is not there for the best interest of the United States. And so Ron DeSantis is right that she should be expelled from Congress. And Congress, while they're engaging in the impeachment of Mayorkas and doing other things, should do this. It is obvious that she needs to go. And every rational person should be in favor of this. This is not somebody who believes in the country first. Not that she couldn't be supportive. I'm supportive of the state of Israel, but I know I'm an American first and American interests come first. I've never said anything but expel Ilhan Omar, never mind the Jew-hating bigot that she is, expel this un-American, anti-American, who has allegiances in her own words somewhere else. That seems like the rational course. The popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more sponsorship now available. Let's stay on this subject. The idea of people trying to buy allegiances in this case, trying to change allegiances, or most importantly, allowing those who want to destroy our nation 
from within. Allegiance is not about uh, uh, blind uh, loyalty or fealty, right? The country that you live in is the country you want to see do well. The country you've come to is the country you want to see do well. We may disagree about policy in the United States, but we both agree that the United States can be this great place and be even better. Let's go work at it. That's a good argument. So if you don't like the word allegiance, I can appreciate that. But conceptually, I want you to know what I'm discussing here. And it is very clear that China works nonstop to do away with the American way of life and to break America from the inside. And this happens through all sorts of levels of infiltration. I spoke with Congressman Jim Banks yesterday of the Indiana 3rd District, candidate uh, for uh, Senate in, in, in the state of Indiana, and discussing his letter to Carmel, Indiana, because of an article in the Washington Post discussing sister cities like in Indiana and Minnesota because the headline was, Tired of Hostile Washington, China Courts Indiana and Minnesota. Listen. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District. He is a candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana as, as well. This was the Washington Post. Uh, and, and full disclosure, uh, one, of, one of your comms people sent it over and said, did you see this? I get things from members uh, and teams all the time. Hey, check this out. Hey, talk about this. I thought this was interesting because this was talking about where I live in Indiana. This is the Washington Post. Tired of hostile Washington, China courts Indiana and Minnesota. And it states when mayors from cities, including Carmel, Indiana and Oxford, Mississippi, went to China recently, they were feted in ways big and small and about test driving vehicles, uh, getting uh, royal treatment, enjoying some of uh, Mao Zedong's uh, favorite liquor, which is a certainly peculiar uh, thing to do. Uh, Carmel, Indiana is is where I live. That would be the former mayor, uh, Jim Brainer, not the current mayor, Sue, Sue Finkham. Uh, but this conversation is about China not stopping in trying to curry favor. We have talked Confucius Institutes before, what we saw on college campuses and your work to have them removed. What does this piece in, in the Washington Post, what does this story say to you? And is there a place for Congress within it? Yeah, there there is. It's a deeply concerning story. I, 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 just before I hopped on this uh, uh, interview with you, Tony, I was in I was in a hearing at, with the China Select Committee that I'm a part of, and uh, Secretary Pompeo was testifying before us today. If you remember, when Secretary Pompeo was the Secretary of State, he warned our nation's governors about getting entangled with Chinese interests. You had, you had governors like our own who were traveling on so-called economic development missions in China and trying to lure business to the United States. Um, and, and Pompeo warned our governors about that. But this is this is an even con- more concerning story to me, because as as the Chinese figure out that they can't as, as Washington becomes more aware to the China threat. Now they're targeting our nation's mayors, including the former mayor of Carmel, who took this lavish. I mean, the, the Washington Post story is really alarming. It took this lavish trip. Uh, to China and on a on a on a mission, and you know, sounds uh, it, it sounds like a really a really disturbing story. So, what what Congress needs to do about it is crack down on these United Front missions. Um, we've we've talked you and I have talked before about the Confucius Institutes, but the sister cities 
program uh, that a lot of Indiana cities and it in seems South so Florida. incredibly innocuous the whole idea of having a sister city in France or a sister city in Germany sometimes there's multiple sister cities including sister cities in China yeah the the, the Chinese aren't uh, interested in having uh, the Mayor Carmel to come over just to hang out obviously they have a a much greater interest in bringing mayors of thriving cities like Carmel I mean Carmel is a is a is a thriving city and they want that relationship they want to leverage that relationship and manipulate that relationship for their own goods that's just part of my conversation with congressman jim banks you can find it over at wibc.com the video is there the from the live stream check it out for yourself uh, congressman jim banks i appreciate him being whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you Yesterday, I engaged a conversation on Tony Katz today regarding the insanity over Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and that the whole thing is a psyop. It's a psychological operation to get you to vote for Joe Biden. And there are people within the social media world, at least on the political right, who have glommed onto this, locked into this. If you want to talk about how you lose elections, do this. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Um, We should be clear that a singer and a football player are in a relationship. It's a celebrity couple. People are into celebrity couples. Remember, it used to be Kanye and Kim. People are into celebrity couples. They're into celebrity. This hasn't changed. And politicos will utilize celebrities to help them get votes. That hasn't changed. Nothing is new under the sun. Nothing. It's a psychological operation. This is this is crazy town. Hell, I saw a post where somebody was mocking the shoes that Joe Biden was wearing. Look at these old man shoes. The guy's 80, 81. He might not be wearing Jordans. This is what we're doing now. We're talking about his shoes. It was ridiculous when they talked about Ron DeSantis's boots. It's ridiculous to talk about Biden's shoes. Can we get a little bit of focus around here? But over at One American News, a, a network that I have never been on, a network that should have been better than it is, there's a host named Allison Steinberg. I don't know Allison Steinberg. Who clearly wants to be Tommy Laren. Uh And... She is talking about what's going on in America and our love of celebrity and what it's doing to children. And my gosh, maybe the bigger issue is sports. And that's going to the Super Bowl. I mean, let's be real here. This is bread and circuses on steroids. Major League Sports in and of itself is nothing but a psyop. Get kids plugged into the cycle of going to public indoctrination camps, playing sports for their school and going to games. Many end up devoting their entire childhood to competing in various sports, only to be cut from the team, at which point they become brainwashed into supporting professional teams because they know their dreams of becoming a pro athlete 
will probably never happen. So then they become obsessed with some grown man who gets paid millions of dollars every year to throw a ball around while promoting poison death shots and child slave labor through various brand deals and endorsements. So sad. Imagine being so brainwashed by sports, you actually show up to your team stadium to shovel snow for free so you can watch a bunch of grown men who are overpaid tackle each other. (laughs) Seriously, though, trudging through three feet of snow amid a massive blizzard just to watch a game? Yeah, sorry, you couldn't pay me to do that. Just imagine for a moment if people were as dedicated to Jesus as they are professional sports. I think the country might look pretty different if that were the case. But sadly, as we know, it's not. Allow me. If you want to shovel snow for free, you're more than welcome to. If you enjoy a football game, you're more than welcome to enjoy a football game or a basketball game or a baseball game or anything else. When an athlete decides to get political, you're allowed to say, I think you're wrong. These uh, uh, athletes don't have some special rights where they can't be chastised. And if they think uh, they are allowed to say whatever they want and not have a response, uh, we call them LeBron and we tell them they're wrong and we engage in the chastising anyway. Football for young kids is the problem because it's brainwashing them. You're like the people of California in the General Assembly there who want to ban football for kids under 12. Don't play football. Don't watch the movies. Don't look at the art. Don't listen to the music. It's all brainwashing you, I'll tell you. And people wonder why the political right can't win the culture. This is a remarkably ignorant statement from Alison Steinberg. This is ridiculous stuff from OAN. And if this is what they put out there, I'm glad I've never done the network. I don't think I've ever done the network. Maybe back in the early days with Rick Amato. Maybe then. This is madness. You can't win the culture this way. You can't win anything this way. This is the kind of crazy that doesn't help. Taylor Swift is not a psyop. Uh, the, The country wants to be obsessed. They're obsessed. They'll be obsessed with something else tomorrow. I don't care about their relationship. I don't care about any part of it. Go. You don't have you. You can say, "Man, I think that everyone's obsessing a little bit." I'd like to see less of that and more of the football game. I don't need to hear from her. Okay, that makes sense. She's evil and the enemy, and it's a psyop, and they're just trying to get Democrats elected. Well, where the hell have you been? If Republicans had access to celebrities like Taylor Swift, they'd try and utilize her too. This is not new. But this commentary from Allison Steinberg at OAN is nutty and wrong on every level. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. legislation yet regarding the southern border but i assume that it will be doa tony katz 93 wibc good morning good to be with you 
I'm assuming that it is going to simply not go anywhere, that this so-called bipartisan legislation will not offer a result. I get the problem. Tony, you've been talking about policy. We need new policies at the border. Here's something that's policy. Why aren't you in favor of it? I, I don't. I haven't read it yet. I don't know if I'm in favor of it or not. But this isn't about me. This is about members of Congress. And I will tell you that if I'm told that I should vote for a piece of legislation or be in favor of a piece of legislation because it will give Joe Biden the authority to do things on the border, and I hear the president of the United States say things like this. With executive authority, or is there more you could do after the president? That's all I can do. Give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got it off. Give me the border control. Give me the people, give me the people, the judges. Give me the people who can stop this. Give you the people who can stop this? Give you the Border Patrol? You already have this. The power is indeed yours. And then when you hear Corinne Jean-Pierre, when asked basically if, if President Biden is talking about shutting down the border, how, how is that not racist? Because when Trump wanted to do that, he was called racist. And he didn't say, I would, I, on, on day one, I will use enhanced enforcement to improve the processing of people at the border, he said, I will shut the border down, which which suggests a, a total rejection of all people attempting to cross the border without without a visa or without without proper authorization, which, you know, stands in contravention to decades of international and U.S. law um, that that governs the the movement of people around the globe and the, and yeah. the refugees and asylum system. Yeah, no. So I, isn't that the same thing that Trump did? No, I understand your question. What I'm saying to you, the new enforcement tools, right, that we believe that do not currently exist, that will be part of this bipartisan agreement, there's there are different there are different definition, right, of what that looks like, of what actually uh, shutting down the border looks like, right? So we're First, the tools absolutely do exist. The president just has to be willing to utilize them. And the president, when he got into office, took some of those tools away as a sign of, look how good and woke and, and, and decent I am. But it didn't work because the policies that Trump had were better policies. But did you catch that end part to the to in, in, in her answer? I mean, it's a solid question from a reporter in the White House briefing room. Hear this again. There's there are different there are different definition, right, of what that looks like, of what actually uh, shutting down the border looks like, right? So we're this is how you know that it doesn't matter what it is that Joe Biden says about give me the power, give me this, give me that. This is how you know that that doesn't matter because he said he would shut down the border, but there's Corinne Jean Pierre walking it back saying, well, it could be seen in different ways. Shut down is binary. It can't be seen in different ways. It either is or it is not. It is like being pregnant, which, by the way, only women can get pregnant. You either are or you are not. That's it. She's letting you know that anything Joe Biden said, don't worry about it. So now, based on these statements, I have to take a look at whatever uh, is coming down the pike regarding uh, legislation and say, chances are this doesn't work out well for us. 
And anything tied to Ukraine funding clearly can't be serious about the border in and of itself, which has to come first. The border before Ukraine. Americans before Ukraine. I believe in sending Ukraine bullets. The United States has to be secure before Ukraine, before they get any dollar from us in in the form of of ammunition or, or, or weapons. If you can't say that, you're unserious. And thus, it it is clear that from that part of this uh, conversation, from what it is President Biden and Corinne Jean-Pierre have been contradicting themselves on, one can believe with, I think, a serious uh, bit of certitude that the legislation, so-called bipartisan, is going to be valueless. As for why Senator James Langford of Oklahoma is in favor of this, I can't answer the question. I can't answer the question. I have no ability to explain it. But I haven't read it. So maybe when I read it, I'll be like, okay, maybe he saw this. Maybe he still thinks that what's in the legislation will actually be enacted upon. He must go back now and listen to what Corinne Jean-Pierre said. Even if the legislation said that the president's going to do this, 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 and this, that's only if the president feels like doing this, 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 and this. He might only do one of those things and leave the other things be because they're not really fair or nice. And then you're somebody who engaged legislation that provides no value except for a political purpose as opposed to what we need, which is the purpose of securing the border, protecting American families, protecting American kids, ending the flow of fentanyl, and ending the sex trafficking. Also, lowering the cost for American citizens. I'll wait for the legislation. But this Biden administration is not serious and from their own words cannot be trusted. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. border no response to iran one thing i can get one thing boggles the mind tony katz 93 wibc good morning the biden administration the progressive left why won't republicans sign joe biden's bipartisan border bill my goodness gracious they're blocking on the border they only want this as a political stunt so they can do the work of, of Donald Trump, and it gets all super convoluted from there, and they get breathless and, and, and the whole thing. No Ukraine funding tied to it. Start with technology. Then move to completion of the border wall, which is actually a fence, because you need a fence, not a wall. Then move to how we bring about changes to how we can remove people from the country who should not be here, then bring about changes to how we deal with nations that could be guilty of proactively sending people to the United States to try and overwhelm our systems. Then let's get into the labor component because we do need people picking lettuce. If you think that that's not true, you're ridiculous. However, that's a different argument than the left as opposed to that's the only reason to bring people into the country. They want to bring in all the people who pick lettuce. That's 
That's not a that's that's not true. That is not the only skill set. But it would be undeniable to note that there is a group of people who will do that work and that work is necessary. What if you want a salad? It's just factual. So why don't we address it? And let's address the humanitarian side and put an end to the sex trafficking. Maybe put an end to the cartels. Maybe by force. Maybe reminding Mexico they can be our friend or not. But nobody is allowed to mess with the border or with the United States sovereignty. And we'll do what is necessary. Maybe we should discuss what is necessary. No. Only this one bill will solve the problem. It's, it's embarrassing to see these people work. It really is. It really and truly is. As for the response to Iran, oh, they've made a decision. Yes, and why is it taking so long? And you didn't have like a a series of options right there on the table? Or is the plan no response? Is the plan no response at all? Because, you know, you don't want to get, uh, you don't want to rock the boat. You really want to try to find a way to work with Iran and, and, and bring them to the table. You can't bring the Ayatollah and the Mullahs to the table. And the people who are saying that this is going to, if he responds, we're getting into more forever wars. We can't have this. This is not a forever war. They killed three Americans. You're going to let that go? You're not, you're not qualified to run a country if you're willing to let that go. You're only inviting more death, more destruction, more pain, more heartache if you let that go. Just so we're clear. These are just some of the things going on or not going on. I will have more on this. The airbag warning from Toyota that is just nutty. And if you think this economy is going great, can we take a look at at the layoffs? Because there's a lot of them. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety. Now. That's Representative Cory Bush. The people of St. Louis voted for her. She's awful. Never mind her bigotry. She can spend unlimited amounts of money on her own private security. But we should defund the police. Said that in the same sentence and said it like she was somehow tough. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Well, now 
Representative Cori Bush. Uh, Cori Bush came to fame uh, during Ferguson. Hands up, don't shoot. She was an activist. Hands up, don't shoot was a lie, by the way. Michael Brown attacked a cop, broke his orbital socket. That's not according to me. That's according to the Eric Holder Justice Department. So not a good guy. Cori Bush is being investigated by the DOJ. Spending on security services. She got married to a guy by the name of Courtney Meritz. Worked for her campaign as a hired security guard. She states that, quote, in accordance with all acceptable, applicable rules, sorry, I retained my husband as part of my security team to provide security services because he had has had extensive experience in this area and is able to provide the necessary services at or below a fair market rate. You hired your husband to do security? Well, I think there would be a series of questions regarding how security is handled for members of Congress. Uh, Specifically, could somebody pay family members? And can you just decide, well, they're security and I pay them? Or would you have to be, quote-unquote, licensed to be engaged in security, which I'm pretty sure he is not? Now, you could say to me they they should be able to hire whoever they want for security. I would actually agree with you. But I'm asking how the law is written. I'm asking how it is set up and whether or not she's in violation. So let that investigation happen, but let's not kid ourselves on the kind of person that Cori Bush is. Activist, socialist, nay communist, bigot, radical, and valueless when it comes to policies that will actually bring the country to a place of value. How dare you question me? You don't get police. That's, that is precious. And as you know, uh, pretty standard. You would expect nothing less. Like this. This trans physician. So this is a man claiming to be a woman, or is this a woman claiming? I think it's a man claiming to be a woman. Speaking in front of some uh, committee hearing, making one heck of a statement. So I just want to talk to fairness for transgender girls, because in point of fact, they will have neither skeletal nor hormonal advantages if they're competing. And I'm happy to take questions on this. And I- All right. I-, I guess I'll ask some questions. You're saying that a boy who claims to be a girl doesn't have a physical advantage? Um, why are you still allowed to practice medicine in any way, shape, or form? We've seen this. Our eyes do not deceive us. The only thing trying to deceive us is you trying to tell us you're a woman when you're not. If we want to discuss issues, how about the issue of actually engaging in this lie? Promoting this falsehood, this clear and understandable falsehood that somehow men and women sports isn't a big deal. 
the notion that the vast majority of transgender girls and women are somehow putting other women at a disadvantage just isn't really true. It's 100% fact. It is an irrational statement being made by this man. And when people like him, like Rachel Levine, go out there and, and, and say, we should be doing more for transgender, we should allow this. No, 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 no. We should be aware that it is a mental disorder, as described in the DSM-5 by uh, the psychiatrist. We should be treating it, not indulging it, not placating it. Men are not women. Women are not men. And we shouldn't allow them in sports. This is basic stuff this is a recording at this stage of the game because we've been over this so often yet look at what they do continue to push this this idea that your eyes are lying to you no they're not the only people lying to you are these men who say that they're women because they're not. So we're clear. Mike Pence uh, took to Fox News and had one of the more predictable conversations you would expect from Mike Pence. And one quick question about the 2024 campaign. We haven't had an opportunity to speak with you since you uh, suspended your campaign. Uh, is there an endorsement from Mike Pence forthcoming for well, one of the two start. remaining candidates? Yeah. yeah. Well, look, I, I could never support Joe Biden. He's been a... <laughs> disaster for this country at home uh, and abroad. I'm incredibly proud of the record of our administration, but I haven't weighed in yet. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting not only to see how the primary plays out, but more importantly, and people know me well know, for me, it's all about the vision. It's all mm -hmm. about the ideas. And I'm waiting to see where our nominee, whoever that is, comes down on issues that are vitally important to the country, a strong defense, uh, America's role as leader of the free world, tackling the national debt, standing for the right to life, and ultimately standing firmly on the Constitution of the United States. I'm going I'm to look for those positions and uh, I'll weigh in at the right time. Uh, he might be listening right now. And, sir, it, 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 I hope you're doing well. Uh, but I, I, will never, I will never lie and I will never not say the things. The only position that Vice President Pence is looking for is Secretary of State. That's it. He knows the writing is on the wall. He has to hope for a miracle regarding Nikki Haley. And so, by the way, does Nikki Haley. A miracle is what they have to hope for. Here is a 538 blog. And they have some South Carolina polling. So they had some from January 18th. Right, so the, the the last polling, which was really January third, had Trump ahead by let's call it thirty points. The January eighteenth polling has Trump ahead by thirty nine and forty points. But this is polling from Make America Great Again Inc., the Super PAC. So let's not consider it, shall we? It's from a Super PAC that's Trump line. Let's not, just for the sake of the conversation. January twenty sixth, the Tyson Group. Trump 58, Haley 31. That's Trump plus 27. Trump plus 27. Because the poll that came after that has Trump plus 35, but again, it's paid for by Make America Great Again, Inc., a super PAC aligned with Trump. I'm going to exclude it just for the sake of this conversation. Trump plus 27. If 
Nikki Haley exceeds expectations by 10 points. It's Trump plus 17. What are we talking about here? For Nikki Haley to be able to show momentum without winning, she has to be in single digits in a loss. Single digits for it to mean anything. And even then, it's a hard stretch. But that Mike Pence isn't endorsing? Well, sir, I'm not even in on the meetings, but duh, come on. Of course not. We all... We, anyone, any one of us could have called that one. Any one of us. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, that's me. What's up? What's going on, kitten? 93 WIBC, good morning. Fill up on the news presented by Absolute Wealth Management, LLC. The Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show. Sundays at 9 a.m. WIBC. WIBC.com. You have got the Dow futures up 56. The NASDAQ futures down 162. Now, ADP has got their uh, payroll projections out. That'll happen on Friday. They say 107,000 below expectations. ADP is always wrong. The end of the conversation. Pay no attention. Instead, pay attention to this. In the, man, this economy is going great. This economy is on fire. PayPal has laid off 2,500 people. UPS cut 12,000 jobs. Now, one could argue, well, it's the holiday season's over. They don't need all those drivers. That's, 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 that's not it. The cuts are targeted at management staff along with contract workers. Those jobs were not likely to return even when business picks up that according to the Wall Street Journal. They have about 85,000 uh, employees at UPS. The union workers, not affected by this. They're also making a statement. Get your butt back in the office. It is a mandate to return to the offices five days a week. You're going to see this happening everywhere. We can be clear about one thing. That remote work for everyone does not work And the people took advantage of remote work by not working. I think one of the great examples of this is, and and I'm not the one who came up with this. Someone brought this up to me. I said, that's a very interesting way to view the situation. Take a look at sick days in the world of remote work and ask yourself how many people took sick days. How many people took a sick day when they were working from home? 
I will bet you all the cash in my pocket against all the cash in your pocket that that's a pretty small number. Why take a sick day when you could just be at home on the couch, uh, do a couple of things, but really not work that hard? Not working hard was the name of the game. It happens. Let's not lie to each other. And employers are like, wait, we're paying for this stuff. We're paying for this stuff. We got to get a value out of it. And people are upset. And how dare you? No, how dare you? What makes you think that the employer has to pay you just to hang around? You have to provide a value. And the value has to be equal to what it is you cost plus a dollar. Otherwise, there's no point in hiring you. If you do not create value for your employer, you don't have any value. How come you weren't taught this? I shouldn't say you. You were taught this. They, them. I shouldn't have to go back to the office. Okay. But the employer says you have to go back to the office. I say this as a guy who doesn't work from the office, but I'll be in today. Oh, yeah. I'm, um, I'm already dressed. I'm heading downtown. I'm giving a speech. I, 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 am, I am speaking uh, uh, today, actually, between the shows. It's super weird. I don't, I don't do that often, but I'm doing that, and then I'll be around for the midday show. And, and I've ordered the Chinese food. That's all been done. That has all been handled. Uh, so myself and producer Carl and producer Jason, we will eat well, and everybody else in the building can starve and die. Wow. That was, that was pretty rough. That was not necessary. I hope they have a wonderful day and they should bring their lunch from home. Uh, I, I, I get that I don't work in the building. I get it. But the technology allows me to do exactly the same thing in the building as I do here. And doing two shows and it, it creates uh, certain levels of, of hardship. We've decided that this is a better way to get a better result. Now, what if my employer said, Tony, you have to be in the building? I would have to make a decision. Is it worth the drive? Is it worth the time? Some people might be surprised at the decision I would make. But that's not where I'm at. That's not the issue I have with Urban One. I got to admit, honestly, I don't have any issues. It's super weird. I got, I got nothing. I got I, I change on this. And who, who doesn't have that with, with basic stuff? But in, I, all is well. All is good. Show's growing. You know, you have ups and downs, but we're all in a good spot. Pretty happy man. They seem pretty happy. So, you know. Now, this upsets the people uh, uh, who, who live on, on the east side of Indy to no end. But that's just, you know, a, that's just, just a happy accident right there. Get back to the office. Because your employer has the right to get value out of what it is they're investing in, which is you. If, if, if employees don't understand that their job is to create a value... That's what makes them valuable. That's what makes them worth more. Well, then, then, then where are we? Uh, something to teach to your kids, something to teach to others. If you want to work for yourself, go right ahead. I'm not saying no. I love entrepreneurship. Go get them. But if you work for an employer, you have to provide a value to the employer. They're not just thankful you showed up. And they shouldn't think that way. You should be thankful that you have an opportunity to better your life. And they should be thankful that they've got people who want to better their lives. 
And everybody should work in that symbiotic relationship to try and get the best out of one another. Makes sense to me. Meanwhile, 2,500 jobs from PayPal, 12,000 jobs from UPS. Don't tell me this economy is just fine. That's not true. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. some maddening Ocasio-Cortez audio to play. Her total lack of comprehension of the so-called mental health crisis in America, and I'm saying so-called, because while there's certainly issues, I would argue that our issue is much more an anxiety issue caused by people like Representative Ocasio-Cortez and her desire to engage in selectivism as opposed to thinking of the issue as a whole will only create more issues. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. I will have that on Tony Katz today. Uh, I will also be digging into why the Biden administration has not responded yet to Iran. Maybe that will change between now and, and, and then. You've got the Israeli Defense Forces flooding the tunnels in Gaza. They've been warned that hostages might be in there. They're still doing it. What is their plan? How does this end? And what is Israel's reckoning? Because people forget there's a reckoning coming, and that right soon. After this is over and Hamas is destroyed, which I hope is what happens, Netanyahu will be gone. His days in Israeli politics are, with the odds, most likely numbered. But what about Mossad and Shin Bet and all the intelligence agencies that missed the attack on October 7th? Didn't understand how extensive the tunnel system was in Gaza by Hamas? Well, what were you focused on? And what was misdirection and what was real? That's something we may never know. But it is a question. Representative Brian Mast has a bill to disband the UNRWA. Well, you're not going to get an argument out of me. The United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine refugees in the Near East. These people worked with Hamas to engage a terrorist attack against Israel. Yet you have people like Representative Ocasio-Cortez who believe we should still fund them. No, it's over. It's time to note friends and enemies. It's time to say people are right and wrong. And it's time to fight about it. And I mean fight. No screwing around. Then there's this. Toyota engaging in a warning about airbags. This is for older models of the Corolla, the Matrix, and the RAV4. We're talking about 2004, 2005, 2003 in some cases. If you have one of these cars, what Toyota is telling you, and also General Motors talking about the Pontiac vibe, 
The vibe. Wow. They're telling you not to drive the car. Do not take it to the dealership. The dealership will come to you. This is an airbag issue. Takata airbags, which this goes back a little bit with with, with lawsuits and, and other issues with them. Quote from Toyota. If the airbag deploys, a part inside is more likely to explode and shoot sharp metal fragments, which could cause serious injury or death to the driver or passengers. Oh, okay. So you might have one of these cars that you're driving, that an older relative is driving, one of your kids is driving. You don't drive it. You can go to NHTSA. .gov. You can go find the recalls. You can enter your VIN and see if your car is affected. Um, I mean, that's, that's one heck of a warning. Not, hey, we might have a problem. Hey, you're going to want to look at this. Hey, this is an issue. Uh, your car is a death trap. Don't even start it. Don't do anything with it. We'll take care of it. Crazy. So I wanted to make sure I, I've got the warning. Uh, I, I'm guaranteeing you I have no more Taylor Swift talk. I've done it all. I've done everything that I'm going to do regarding the insanity. But there is something to be said about how the political right wants to lose the culture. When you're winning, just win. Don't invent things. Don't get crazy. People get crazy. Speaking of crazy, E. Jean Carroll she gets the big win against Donald Trump and the defamation and this and that, and her allegations of sexual abuse. The court believed her. I don't know if I do, but that's inconsequential. She goes on TV. She goes everywhere and talks about how she's going to take the $83 million from the lawsuit and she's going to really bother Trump with it. She's going to donate to this one. Then she's going to go shopping with the money. And isn't it all hilarious? You're right to think that she's a weird person. She's she's uh, an odd, odd person. And if when when you're talking about sexual abuse and then you're laughing about a settlement or or, or a financial windfall that you haven't even gotten, um, it's 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 and Rachel Maddow is laughing as this happens. If you wanted to put forth the message that you're into revenge, well done. Well done indeed. You have you have done it. Good work.